Pointless Rewind. What about podcasts? What kind of abnormal hobby is that? And those people who have their own podcasts? Oh, I know. I hate those people. In fact, I hate anyone who ever had a podcast when they were growing up. I had a podcast. Well, I didn't really mean a podcast, per se. When I was a big boy in Syracuse, we all had podcasts. My friend had a podcast. My other friend had a podcast. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. I was just merely expressing. Should we have coffee? Who's having coffee? It was a beautiful podcast, and I loved it. Well, if it's such a beautiful podcast, then why do we only record this thing like once a year? Because Because this is a pointless rewind. Oh man, that was uh, the best pointless rewind we've ever done. The actual pointless rewind thing, I agree <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that. Yeah, not the skit. The yeah. actual pointless. The skit but wasn't I think it's bad. You wrote it down. I think you wrote it. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the skit was normally it's also, just assumed. We just read what's on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I think the skit was better than expected for one that was written while we were uh, preparing for this mere moments ago. So I'm pretty proud of that. But, all right, all right, everyone, let's call it a wrap. We're done. We've covered the episode. Uh, you've tried to wrap up these episodes every time I make a joke at the beginning, and it never wraps up just like that. I'm sorry. but Welcome back to Pointless Rewind, where we're talking about Seinfeld. I still don't remember my previous ent- intro, though. Isn't so. something like we rehash? Rewind, and re- rehash, and review <laughs> or recap. <laughs> Relive is probably a good one as well. But I can't remember it, and I, I uh, it's inconsistent. So I guess refuse. you could say we've regressed. <laughs> re-rest? No, why would no, I say No, we revamped it. That's what we've yeah, done. Yeah, where we revamp Seinfeld. Which one? Are we improving on it? I mean, I guess we are slightly because this episode is better than the last episode. This is the pony remark. And the ex-girlfriend was the last episode, and that was a trash episode. This well, our, our actually, episode, like our podcast getting better or the episode podcast itself Podcast episode is, is still in, is being edited. I think that was a good one. This will have, uh, this has high, no. Hi, big sh- shoes to fill. There we go. That's what? the phrase, right? You said this, the la- oh, the podcast. The podcast. The podcast episode of the ex-girlfriend. Meaning, so like, our there's episode. a high bar on the last one. Yes, a high I don't bar. Know what that, we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're setting expectations very high for great, so that's great expectations. Yeah, it's a good book. Oh, we should do our next episode. How about our expectations? No, we should definitely do our next episode on the book Great Expectations. That'll be a very, very good follow-up to this. But is there a way to, way to read it at one and a half speed? Because if so, then yeah. I'm down. Yeah, of course there, there is. Isn't there a movie a, with Elijah yes, Wood or something? Or <laughs> Elijah Wood's in Great Expectations? Isn't he? Are you thinking of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Didn't he play Pip or something? I always get those confused. <laughs> Wait, you, Great Rings, Expectations is the one with Pip, Great right? Great Expectations. Yeah, I think it cities. is. I didn't, I didn't realize that Great Expectations came out during Elijah Wood's uh, career, which you're probably right, Eric, because... Uh, I guess, so Great Expectations get out of the night. Why are we talking about Great Expectations? I don't want to talk about this. I've never seen it, and I don't want to pointlessly rewind Great Expectations. So we are talking about the ex-girl, no. We are talking about the pony remark. Sorry, ex-girlfriend was the last episode. Pony remark. All right, what did you guys think of this episode that we just watched uh, in 1.25 speed, not 1.5 speed? What did you think, Eric? 
It's okay. Oh man, that's uh, <laughs> that's very in-depth and incisive crit- crit- criticism. All right, now Scott, the podcast is over. We can't yeah, talk we call that a wrap. Uh, <laughs> stop the presses. It's okay. Well, all right, I'll give you my uh, my thoughts. Wow, yeah. Okay. What did you want me to ask you first? You already did ask me. Oh, and then I didn't actually wait for your answer. Go ahead. No, I, I'll I'll go ahead and renege on my uh, it's my turn part, and you can you can talk. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say it's it's okay. <laughs> well, I guess I guess I'll complete that uh, trifecta then, because I was gonna have more to elaborate on, but I guess I'll just say it's it, it's okay, because it was pretty okay. But I'm gonna now I'm gonna dive into a little bit more depth. I think it was funny. Like uh, parts of it were good, but it still has that season one and two uh, slowness. But the uh, the situation is a lot more funny and just like uh, watching Jerry squirm at multiple points. And I liked a lot of uh, the second. Like I liked uh, Kramer stuff, and uh, his parents are pretty damn good in this episode. Uh, so do you guys have anything to add on to your okay, or can we can we call it a wrap? Because I am. I am tired. This has been going on for about five minutes. I think I was wrong about Great Expectations. You were definitely wrong. I looked it up. Eliza, <laughs> I don't know why anyone ever says, yeah, Eric, you're right. I, have, I was going to bet money that Elijah Wood was not in it, and he is definitely not. What, when did this movie come out? Like the 60s? Ethan Hawke is in it. <laughs> That's what okay, I was I guess. Of. Him and Elijah Wood are the same person, Eric. <laughs> when did it come or maybe out? maybe hit... What? When did it come out? Oh, it's 98, 99. Okay, so then, see, the reason I was like, maybe Eric's right, is like, in my head, I thought Great Expectations came out in the 60s, but as soon as I realized I have no idea, I was like, oh, I guess I could, I guess Elijah Wood could have been in it. But Robert De Niro's in it. Maybe that's who he thought Elijah Wood was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so this, the Seinfeld episode. Yeah. <clears throat> Back to that. Yeah, anyway, so. uh, no, no. So I like what you said about is kind of the kind of the, following the theme of, of season one and two. Yeah, it's it's an okay episode. I just I have such high expectations. You might great say expectations. great expectations for Seinfeld, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this it just seems like this episode doesn't really live up to them. It's funny, it's good. I liked it, yeah. but it just isn't the Seinfeld episode that that I imagined Seinfeld. I mean, what what season like? Does the show get like good, good? Season three, I think season three, because uh, I'm actually excited to see when is the first episode that's going to focus on a side character, like where they're actually in a scene without Jerry. Because Jerry's a lot better in this. Let's talk about Jerry right now since we're, we started. But uh, Jerry's a lot better in this episode than the last one. I thought he was way too like comedian in the last episode in a forced way. Here he has like one bit where he's like. Sounds like he's doing just his comedy bit when he's talking about how, like, Jeffrey to his dad, about how he's always going on about parks and all this crap. But the rest of it, I thought Jerry is, like, his story is relatable. Like, being at an awkward dinner party, I guess I don't also, like, also try to make myself the center of attention at those dinner parties, which is what he gets him into hot water here. But, like, the whole, like, having this, uh, like this obligation that he doesn't feel like he needs to go to, that he shouldn't have to go to, and having a very low stakes thing like a softball championship that he want, desperately wants to go to. I like that. Like, I feel like I would definitely react like that. Well, everyone's and, put their foot in their mouth at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely true. But uh, I also, yeah, just like, I, 
So I like the bits about Jerry, but yeah, it never gets, never gets super funny with him. What do, what do you guys think? I mean, the the whole episode is predicated on this joke about the pony. That he said, you know, he puts his foot in his mouth and says something stupid and offends his elderly relative. I, I don't yeah. even know if it's clear second who, cousin. who she is. Second, second cousin is what Jerry says, but I think he's even questioning what it is. Uh, yeah, so, Scott, what did you think of Jerry? He was he was all right. Uh, yeah, it seemed like the episode was, was pretty much just like a stand-up routine. Yeah. You know, he, he, he had a stand-up routine about ponies, and they turned that into an episode. No, no, he had a stand-up routine about family gatherings. <clears throat> Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not talking about his actual stand yeah. routine in the show. I'm yeah. talking about in, and uh, it, yeah, it just seemed like they turned that into an episode, and it, it was funny at first, and then it just kind of dragged on, and yeah, you know, he was kind of beating a dead horse at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beating a dead second cousin. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry, dead pony. And he, <laughs> dead pony. The pony didn't die, although I guess it's left up to interpretation. Yeah, the pony was, has long been dead. That's oh, that's so right. Upset. She lo- yeah, Dude, that's th- right. This she pony must it. have been in like the 1930s. Yeah, it was the pride yeah. of Krakow. How the pride old do you think this pony was? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it started in Great Expectations with Elijah Wood. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I guess that is a good point that uh, his entire the entire pony thing is like a stand-up comedy thing, even to the point where no one is talking and they're all just staring at him and he's just going on and on, which, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize that, or I, I guess that makes sense that that is, his, that is his bit and he made it into an entire episode. I think I just appreciated a little bit more that it actually felt like funny, just like the how ludicrous it is that she dies and then like, he's like, he doesn't feel guilty at all, or he feels, he definitely feels guilty, but he's like refusing to admit, because I don't think he actually did anything. I mean, he said something stupid, but it's like, Funny watching him try to fumble around that. And I love his mom. His mom is my favorite character in this episode. Her reactions to him, uh, to Jerry, like like talking about the situation, make this episode for me. So uh, I think that actually elevates Jerry in my mind because I'm always thinking of uh, Helen's reactions to him. Like, those are, those are great. But we'll talk about her in a bit. I do, I do enjoy uh, that the uh, actor who plays Jerry's dad through the rest of the series makes his debut yeah, here. This is his first episode. What's his name? Like Bernie something? Uh, Barney something. I don't know. I'll figure it out in a second. But um, the, the, I want to say one more thing about Jerry. I do appreciate how he has, like, the best game he's ever played at softball, and he's so excited <laughs> and pumped up. And so that, you know, if he had a bad game, he probably wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Oh, I have to miss the game, whatever. But he is so excited that he's like, I'm guessing he's not an athlete. So, you yeah. know, he makes a good play and super pumped up about it. And he's like, man, I'm ready to for the next game. And yeah, uh, yeah. so I do get that part. That That's pretty good. And then that's his funny. reaction after the second game is hilarious. That is, well, yeah, but that's a good point. Also, like him, like he's like raving about it to his parents. Like it's right. like that. I'm thinking, like, I, I don't ever, like, come home after playing basketball and be like... I mean, when I was really young, when I was, like, in second grade, we lost by 27 points, and I didn't score any points, and my dad missed the game, and he came at the end, and then he's like, oh, how'd you do? And I said, I made the game-winning shot, and then, <laughs> and then I didn't count on him immediately going and talking excitedly to my teammates, my teammates' father, about how I just made the game-winning shot in a game that we just lost by 27 points, and... <laughs> Wait, you scored against your team? What? You said you made the game-winning shot. No, I. 
<laughs> Eric missed the, Eric missed the, the story. Yeah, Eric, Eric, you missed the point. I didn't I'm score. I'm going to tell Eric I won the game-winning oh, shot. Lied. <laughs> I did lie. I was in second grade. I, I didn't score at all. My dad came and said, how did you do? I said, oh, we won. I made the game-winning shot. I just lied. And then he got excited and proud. And so he started talking to my teammate's father about this, about how I had just made the game-winning shot in a game that, in a, that never happened. And, like, I don't remember the father's reaction. He didn't really say anything. He just sort of smiled. The kid was – and I was, like, telling the kid, don't say anything. I just, I just said this to him. Like, I just tried to – I just lied to him. So no, no, don't, don't say anything. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, – that's when I realized that lying doesn't suit me whatsoever. So uh, how did I get to that? Oh, Brett, that's the last time I ever raved about anything I did in sports to my parents. And it was a lie. So uh, – so you should be I, proud about scoring 24 points for the other team, though. <laughs> Is that what Eric thought it said? <laughs> I mean, I heard if it was like... <laughs> you told your dad you made the game-winning shot, and then you said your team I lost. Mean, that's impressive. If you scored 26 points for the other team and no one told you anything. <laughs> well, if I scored... like, So if I scored one basket on the wrong basket, which I've never done before, that would be like, oh, man, he really screwed up. That's stupid. If I scored 24 points for the other team, A, that's intentional, and B, that actually takes talent to, rep- like, you have to, like, be good to make shots like that, even if it's in the wrong basket. So Dude, I've played with you before. You are pretty good. I mean, second grade was before I was good. So, I mean, this is back when I had to lie about my, uh, how I played. So, uh, but thank you, Eric. Thank you for the compliment. I, I, like, I do like that Eric couldn't. Couldn't imagine a world where I didn't score a basket in a game, so he made up this world where I scored 24 points for the other team. Or where your team lost. Oh, if Chandra's team lost, he must have scored points for the other team. That's the only way that's even possible. (laughs) Yeah, Eric thinks the world of me. Like, oh, if Chandra's team lost, he must have been playing for the other team. (laughs) Like, there's no other explanation for that one. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Eric. That was great. Um, Yeah, but uh, that... Oh, all right. We went on that giant tangent. I was going to ask you guys if you would ever brag to your parents now at our ripe ages of like 39 and 38 of uh, like sport, like sport successes to our parents. Dude, I can't even run. I'll probably hurt myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why you lie and you say I ran really well and I scored the winning basket. So if you didn't hurt yourself when you bragged to your parents about it, hey, I ran today and didn't hurt myself. (laughs) Something to brag about. Eric, I don't know. Don't sell yourself short. Those are those are those are monumental achievements. Uh, Scott, would you ever brag to your parents at this day and age? I don't know about my parents. I'd brag to my friends if I beat, you know, another friend. I'd be like, hey, I beat that guy. He sucks. <laughs> All right, so you you tear people down. You don't actually build yourself. No, up. no, no, no. Oh, no. okay, okay. I okay. build myself up. <laughs> All right. By tearing other people down. <laughs> hey, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I do like that Jerry chokes at the end or in the softball game. It has, and I like that he called the. I like that he would call the uh, the awesome game like the, one of the best moments of his life, and then uh, the choking one of his worst moments of his life. I don't like. So the Sharon Bessert thing, like it's like a joke. He brings it up to his parents, like, oh man, Sharon Bessert, which is strange that he's like. I, I wouldn't make jokes like, like that to my parents. Yeah, he's <laughs> like implying weird, right? that he like hooked up with a girl <laughs> yeah, that's like, really weird. with his mom right there, which maybe uh, maybe that's his relationship. But then George says like that was the worst thing. So like, I don't get it. Was Jerry just like, like 
Is that just a joke or is no? Like, that's the greatest moment of his life because he dated her, and the worst moment because she broke up with him. Oh man! That so he's right telling over. his parents how it's so great, and then oh, George, man. being the great friend that he is, tears him down. That went right over. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. So well, Scott is George. No, <laughs> no. George didn't build himself up in that moment. That's I would true. not tear someone down with no end goal. That's. <laughs> Yeah Scott, yeah, Scott is nothing if not pre- uh, practical. <laughs> All right, well, so Jerry, anything else on Jerry? I'm trying to think. Uh, his parents are nice. He has a great exchange with uh, Kramer, which I think we can lead into Kramer. because This is the sure. best part of the episode. Yeah, this is pretty good. Um, I would say I, act, I still think Helen, for whatever reason, Helen gets me. But Kramer is amazing. The whole levels thing we'll talk about kramer in a second but jerry's reaction to kramer being like you don't you don't think i'm uh i'll do it and then jerry's like it's not that i don't think you won't do it i know that you you can't and i i or wait what i know that you can't and i'm sure that you won't or yeah, what? something what like that yeah it's so good like and uh this reminds but, me I of mean, later episodes oh yeah and well the kramer always <laughs> reminds me of later episodes but uh so what did you think of Kramer, Scott? Kramer, oh man, yeah, that that was you're, you guys are right. That's one of the best scenes. It's hilarious how they make a deal and then Kramer uh, oh, man. takes it back because well, I'm not gonna do it, so the deal's off. That I need to remember that. That's such a good line. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's right up my alley. The best I, part is in Kramer's head. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's he's in the right. right. He's in the right yeah. in his head. That's the thing. It's like, but I don't want the levels anymore. Like there's, it's so much conviction and like he's like, there's also a little bit of hurt in that voice. Like almost like, why is he like, why is he ragging on me? Like doesn't he like, I don't want it anymore. The deal, the deal, the deal's off. Like it's so good. And I also like. The levels part is great. It's just and then such it's a ridiculous like, idea like that. It's something yeah. Kramer would do. <laughs> oh, it's so levels, levels, and like, and then the whole part of just making a bet with Jerry about it, and but then his second scene basically levels up on that on that scene. With, and it's like a day like, later. <laughs> yeah, backing out on like just backing out on it like without uh you know, with no reason really. He's just like I I don't want to do it anymore or whatever. It's so good. And uh, the only thing is again just they. They definitely have not figured out how to have more, like, you know, later episodes definitely figure out how to have more Kramer in them. Like, right now, he's like... like isn't he's, there one later on where he does something ridiculous with his apartment? Like, he puts a hot tub in there or something? Uh, I think every episode he does something yeah. ridiculous with his apartment. I was going to say, he does all kinds of yeah, ridiculous he puts things. a reverse But it's, but it's very rare that there's a scene in his apartment. <laughs> in later seasons, there's a lot of scenes in his apartment. The reverse people, the jacuzzi, the, uh, the freaking Merv Griffith show... Like, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's yeah, what I was does, thinking of. <laughs> yeah, he does so many. But you you mentioned the jacuzzi though, so that, that's what you were thinking of the Merv Griffith show or the jacuzzi. But um, Kramer is great, but it's just they don't use him. They don't use him enough, or at least I don't think they know how to use him as much because they're still so focused on Jerry stories. So, Eric, what I guess uh, what are your thoughts on Kramer? Because uh, me and Scott talked about it, but. No, you know, you know, I was going to say, based on what you just said, like, yeah, if you think about it, Kramer's barely in this one. George is barely in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Elaine is barely in this one. Yeah. There's still a hyper-focus on Jerry. You're 100% it's like, correct. That's, and that, I never realized it until we were doing this podcast why the first, like, there's other reasons. Like, it's also slower because I, and it's probably slower because Jerry is a great straight man character, but he's not 
super engaging as the primary focus of an entire episode. Like, even when he's like the main plot in later episodes, like the other characters get so much more to do. In these episodes, it's just his delivery is funny, but it, at when it's done over and over, it can get very uh, grating and like sort of repetitive, which is what I think Scott was hinting at when he said uh, it just sort of like started droning on and on. But um, anything else on Kramer? Other than, well, I'll let you guys answer my question first. Anything else on Kramer? Kramer really likes Jerry's parents. He does. He uh, even he likes. Jerry's dad really likes Kramer. Yeah, his dad's like as in the original dad and this new dad. Like he tries to carry a suitcase <laughs> down for him and everything. Like he's always excited when they. <laughs> no, come I love by. that his dad's like no, like stay away from my suitcase. <laughs> well, I, I like that. First of all, I'm surprised that the levels thing was this early. I forgot that it was this early. I was surprised that the benchless trench coat, the beltless trench coat, was also this early. But like the fact, you know. Jerry's parents definitely love Kramer because Jerry's dad goes into business with Kramer in later episodes on like uh, was it was it the beltless trench coat in later episodes that they went into business on was it that or some sort of the man bras no that was uh, <laughs> yeah that was George's that was dad with else. that was George's dad with Kramer that's right yeah it was I thought the beltless trench coat came back but maybe it was when uh, or maybe when, when they were uh, selling the stuff out of the attic that had moths yeah I don't remember which one that one maybe that's it but. I think I'm getting the beltless trench coat. I think um, Morty eventually works for Jay Peterman, and that's when the beltless trench coat comes back. But um, I, I do Kramer, love in these early episodes how they like. I mean, they've got some gold mines here that they they use later on. Yeah. Oh yeah. They like they've been doing that for like the entire all of season one and two. Like all these jokes get like they're seeded and then they germinate and then the last like seven seasons is like us reaping the rewards of their, uh, I don't know, fruitfulness. But my, the one thing I was going to say, again, the same issue that I had with like season one, Kramer deciding he doesn't want to do levels. Like a later season would have had him actually, him and Newman trying to like install levels or whatever and failing or whatever. And it's like that. And then he'd stuff, come back to Jerry and say, I don't yeah, want to do it. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is stuff that is like missing from an episode like this. Anything else about Kramer guys? Nope. All right. Since there's so little of George, let's uh, let's get through George really quick. Eric, what'd you think? For the like thirty seconds he's in this episode, he's his normal neurotic self. <laughs> the the thirty seconds that he's there, and there's like this really awkward like sh like camera shot where they're they're all sitting at the diner, and like he just randomly says something about he can't fa see any situation where he's ever gonna have sex again, and then um, yeah, I thought I heard that, and yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> It's because oh, they're talking about that went away. I yeah. So that was really but random. Is that, that was, the first thing you think about with death? So he, I I think they were trying to go with he's not even paying any attention. But it's such a oh, throwaway okay. line because no one responds to him, other than the studio audience, and then it he doesn't say anything again. Like uh, because next Elaine says something like oh imagine like I, it makes me think about my immortality and. They just had George talking about him, how he's never gonna have sex again. So it's like, okay, George is not paying attention. But then they cut to this weird straight shot of him, like which is a weird camera angle to show. And he's like saying like something like, it makes me think about how I've spent my life and wasted and pretty much wasted, and how I'm gonna continue wasting it. And, and I don't know if you guys noticed it. It was it's shot really weird and it's acted really weird, and it made me think that that was added in later, like that they were like, hey, we need an extra line here. 
George, Jason Alexander, you need to say something. And so they shot it really quick because it seems really forced. I don't I know if you guys feel like Jason it. Alexander said, like, guys, I'm going on vacation for the next two weeks. Write me out of the next one. <laughs> I, I don't think he would because when the astronaut pen comes, episode comes out, uh, he's not in that episode. And then he threatened to quit the show if that ever happened again. So uh, I don't think I think uh, I think it's just they're trying to figure it out. They're still so focused on Jerry. It's just really interesting. But yeah, George, I actually think George provides nothing to this episode because it would have been the same he, if he wasn't in it. Yeah, I don't think he says anything funny. This the not having sex line I mean, is at least the oh no 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 funny no. thing. He, he says something funny. I think uh, when he's just like, I can't believe you're not you're considering not going to the game like, and like the, sp- the whole spirits are gonna like you know it's it's all mental or whatever. I think that's funny, but uh, it's like a very small bit in a about one minute of screen time where he does nothing. So what do you think, Scott? Uh, so the thing about George, <clears throat> I actually kind of like George because uh, how is he the manager of their team? He's the manager of their team? He was looking at the scorecard and he's saying all this stuff about Jerry and he's talking. Remember when Jerry said he was going to miss it? George is like, who do I put in left field? And he oh, named someone. I didn't and he's like, that guy sucks. Did he say who do I or who right? we? I, I don't remember. I thought he said who do and, we. I mean, it doesn't matter either way. I, always I mean, the fact that he had, like, a little lineup card. Can't you so just, just get? Can't you just grab you think, that at the end of the game? You like, think he's one of his teammates? That's even worse. I do think he's one of his teammates. Dude, he, I think he that makes be, more he sense. Could be Why is he on the team, then? Why what? Why is he on the team? Why? If, if he's one I of George's... it's like a comedian team. I don't think it's a comedian team. It's like an intramurals team. Like, you join, like, a... A like a little amateur softball league anyway, and uh, no, because if Jerry and George would have joined, Kramer uh, would have joined, and we would have no. heard about Kramer's stories. Kramer <laughs> hasn't exited the building. Yet. Runs. I don't. I don't think Kramer <laughs> leaves the building yet. I don't think the show thinks he is. He uh, leaves the building yet. Hold on. I'm gonna go to the scene really quick and find what their shirt says. You guys talk. It was something oh Kelly's or something. Yeah, it's friends. Yeah, Clyde. Clyde said, something. It says Friends of Clyde. Friends Friends of Clyde. Friends of Clyde. Oh, wait, hold on. George's shirt. Yeah, it is Friends of Clyde. Yeah, that's that's a classic comedian uh, troupe. I don't know. I think it sounds more like... uh, Oh, man. There's a freaking phone ringing. (laughs) Not for long. Well, I'll well handle that back in later. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, all right. So go on about George, though. So, okay, let's. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you that I don't think he's a manager. I do think he's a teammate, but I'll let you go on believing but he, he's the manager. He has, like, a scorecard. You can grab Dude, that. That's like $2 if, at the drugstore. Are you filling out a scorecard while you're playing a game? I'm not, but George might be. I could see. Is George filling out a score? Oh, so he's a bench warmer. Yeah. I can see that, okay, but I, I, I believe that actually. <laughs> I, mean, I believe that. Okay, that's true. I believe he's a bench warmer who thinks he's the manager. I believe Elaine, that. Elaine came to watch the game, so maybe since she's wasting her time watching an amateur softball game, maybe she's like also tasked with keeping uh like uh keeping the stats on the scorecard. No, no. George Fine. is definitely the manager. All right, you go on believing that. Right. I'm going to look up the credits. It's going to say George, team manager. Yeah, because the, the credits are going to call him the team manager. His name changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
did that distri- like did that uh, undermine no, no. all of your thoughts on George? No, because either he's on the base, the softball team, which is impressive, or I mean, he's, he's a manager, which I don't know he if that's is... more or less impressive. But anyway, he's very involved. Yeah, he is very involved. But uh, so one thing to uh, to maybe uh, lend credence to your theory that he's the manager. He also, in the very first episode of the show, seems to be Jerry's, like, almost his, like, his show manager. Like, his, at one point when he's about to take him to the airport to meet that girl, he's like, you're on in 20 minutes. We got to go or something. I'm like, wow, what a great friend. Like, what, oh, what kind of relationship is this? So maybe, uh, maybe early episodes had George being the man, like, Jerry's, like, overall manager for everything. He's like a life coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and we know from the last episode that George has hidden depths based on those books he was reading. Those books on, like, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, trying to better himself. Yeah, so I think you might be onto something, Scott. So that's some good that's some good sleuthing we're doing here. All right, let's talk about Elaine. Let me just say, Elaine is the one who brought up the whole pony thing. She caused it all. And also, both she and Jerry, what... Like, when you're at a party that you don't really want to be at, why are you just talking so much? Like, why not just let everyone else talk? Like, they are talking about something else, and then they just make... Some people can't not talk. I know, and I'm like, man, you guys are so obnoxious. Like, even if you didn't make the pony remark, you both would be... Like, what are they they first talking about? Her table's, like, a little lower than his, and she's, like, annoyed. That that one's okay, though, because Jerry's just, like, asking her, like, hey, you okay? And she's, like, annoyed with him, but, like... And then, like, even when they say these peas are great, that's like being, okay, we're being friendly to our host. But, like, the the actual people at the party are talking about, mar- like, uh, some associate of theirs getting married or whatever. And it's like, that conversation is happening. Why do you need to intrude on that and bring up ponies? Because well, I mean, I to, think- to be fair, he really was trying to leave. That's true. But um, And then Mario got annoyed at him. I, I think him and uh, Elaine were having a little inside conversation, and they're going louder because they're kind of flirting with each other. Ah, and man. They, because, uh, I mean, just the way they're doing it is kind of like, if I was, if I brought a girl, yeah. and there wasn't, we weren't together, yeah. but I was like, hey, I like this girl, then I'd kind of make something, some stupid comment like that to get her to laugh, and then she'd say something back. It is early enough in the show that they haven't established for sure yet that they're not getting back together at some point. Yeah, and and they get back together at the end of the season. But uh, anyway, Scott, I do like your insights into Jerry and Elaine, because this is a second straight episode where you've, like, sort of said, like... I feel like that there's subtext in the episode that like shows that they're still flirting with each other, which I never realized that because I'm always like looking at like, okay, they're friends. They're always friends. That's how the show is. But that makes so much more sense that they are still like into each other, but not going out. And they're just like jokily trying to impress each other or like flirt with each other. That makes total sense. So now, now it makes sense. I know how how life works like that. (laughs) (laughs) That That is true. We've had, uh, well, I've had many a jokey conversation with you that I now have to reinterpret. Uh, who wants coffee? <laughs> yeah, I mean, am I wrong? Like, Eric's dying over there. What? I said Eric was dying for a minute over there. <laughs> Eric, yeah, Eric's like, oh man, that, that that's gold, Jerry. He's thinking about our conversations and he's smiling. Oh now. yeah, Eric was actually <laughs> contemplating his conversations. Like, oh my god. 
<laughs> Eric just looked off to the side. He's trying not to laugh. <laughs> He's trying not to laugh out loud. Also, he doesn't want the he doesn't want the audio to capture it. Cut it. Cut this. You haven't said anything. Why? Why? You haven't said How anything. You You're this? the only one not talking. <laughs> and why don't say? Why are you say cut it? Stop doing cut motions. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna call you out. You said literally nothing. There was nothing in there. <laughs> His eyes just dart furtively and then he laughs. <laughs> All I had to say was that I had a weird conversation with Scott. Eric's eyes widen. And then Scott's like, oh, Eric's eyes widen. And then Eric is in utter meltdown, like, without any sound. <laughs> and he hasn't made a sound. Did he mute us? No, he hasn't muted no, us. So he's yeah. actually stuck. Oh, he's... Trying not to say anything. <laughs> he's trying not to say anything, and his, doing, his, also, like, his laughter is also silenced. He's desperately trying not to laugh out loud while throwing <laughs> either cut signs or peace signs. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> he did the cut sign. I'm like, you didn't say a single word. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Eric's thinking about all those times he's put his foot in his mouth, and it's times when he's literally said nothing. <laughs> like, I like the tie into the episode. I know, I know. <laughs> i got to get us back on track. Welcome back, Eric, by the way. It's been about five minutes since you spoke. <laughs> so, let's get back to Elaine. So, um, what I'm trying to, I actually am trying to think of how I felt about her as a character. So, I'm going to, which one of you is ready to talk about Elaine? I mean, I think I said my piece, like, you didn't say a word. <laughs> she complains about the low table and brings up the pony thing. That's not what you thought. That's what happened. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's all she does in this episode. Uh, yeah. And, and then she's she... got her little rant about, like, what if I die? Like, what happens? I, oh, that's right. I, that's what I wanted to say. I actually like that little bit at the end when, um, not at the end, when, they're ta- when she's having this weird, all these existential thoughts, and then they're like, uh, they're talking about something, and then she's like, can we not have coffee? And I'm like, I, I actually like that line because it feels like she's having, like, this huge existential crisis about, like, the purpose of her life over this, like, little minor thing, like, and actually questioning whether this, like, this moment at this coffee shop is, like, a worthwhile use of her time. I think that's actually good, but it's, like, kind of like a subtle joke that's not really a Seinfeldian joke. But uh, I thought that was good. I think... Um, I don't know. I think she's good in the scene when she's asking about the apartment. She's obviously an asshole there. You know what? But I, like, I completely forgot about that. Actually, yeah. I I take back what I said before about her not really being in this one. They really start... Um, I, I completely forgot about that scene, and I know we just watched it <laughs> yeah. before doing this, but it was on, in my defense, one and a quarter speed. That's true. That is true. I'm also tired, but what I was going to say, I love when she's trying to talk to the old man about the apartment and she's screaming at him just because he's an old man. Like, he can hear. The guy can hear. He has a hearing hearing aid. So I I like that she launches into screaming, like, without any any sort of buildup. She's, like, literally, like, in his face. And then the first thing, she's like, what's happening with your apartment? That's what I mean. She doesn't wait for him to say, oh, I can't hear you. She just assumes he's an old man and starts yelling in his ear. Yeah. I I like really introducing her character. That's... I like it, but it also feels like almost out of place. Like as in like they they're like, let's 
rush into her. Like it's almost like the characters are not yet dicks, and then they really quickly were like, "Let's grab this dickish moment and put it in." And so it just feels slightly off, but I do like it. By its like, it's it's a funny scene, and um, I think she's generally good. She's still, I think. Figuring it out, like well, uh, and she's been other... she's been trying to get in the apartment every episode so yeah, far. Yeah, but um, <laughs> any chance she can get. I like. I also like uh, her line when he's ha- he has to go. He may have killed her. Like uh, like uh, Jerry's mom hints repeatedly at to him that he killed her, but she won't come out and say it. But Elaine has no no qualms about just saying no it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and Jerry looks like mortified when she actually says it. So I like that. What did you, you think, Scott, of Elaine? So the scene with her trying to get the apartment, I think that's one of the few scenes that's actually like her. The other that, scenes seem yeah. like she's more like Jerry's hype person. Yeah. So like at the at the table, you know, he starts talking about the pony, and then she like hypes him up by by talking. I like about that it. his it hype explodes. His, his hype person. And then, yeah. and then uh, you know, they're talking about death. You know, she starts going in. They start talking about death, and she kind of like adds on. And then uh, when Jerry was talking about how bad he played, she was yeah. like, yeah, no one has ever played worse than that. And yeah. so it was just kind of like his, uh, yeah, his hype person. Like, he'd say something, and she was there to, like, build him up or, or like, go on about how ridiculous something was. And So the apartment thing, I think, was actually, like, her. Her being her. Her only scene was, like, her. Her being her. That's a good point. I like that point. Man, so many points. Scott, points spot on as usual. Hey, wow, what a, what a compliment. Eric, Eric, Thank you, Eric. Yeah, Eric dares not insult Scott. He's <laughs> like, I gotta get out of his good side. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm trying to think if Elaine did anything else in this episode. Um, what, what was I gonna say about Elaine? Oh, I think Jerry's parents are definitely on team Elaine and Jerry being together. Because, like, uh, they're just like, bring her along, like, to a freaking, like, 50th anniversary for their cousin. Like, it's like, oh, they definitely want their son to get married to this girl or whatever. So I think that's more, like, it's let like... Me bring in, let me bring in my expert insight. Uh, Dr. Scott. <clears throat> yep, yep. Uh, so his parents are on team him with any girl. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, that's true. My, my parents at this point are like, oh, so you're friends with this girl. Uh, when are you going to get married? I'm like, nope, that's not going to happen. Uh, and then I meet another girl, and they're like, all right, when are you getting married? And I'm like, well, maybe with her. And then they get excited. I'm like, why did I say that? Because uh, then every day for the next however long, they ask me, so how is so-and-so? Do they uh, do they ever lay off? Uh, yeah, yeah, every once in a while. I'll make choice comments that make them very angry, and then they will not bother me again. Are they choice comments that would make Eric uh, shy away from talking for the next, like, ten minutes? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Not those comments. No. Uh, all right. No, my well, my choice comments uh, usually allude to me speeding up the process, and they don't, they don't appreciate that. <laughs> I see Jerry's parents. He's he's single. Yeah. And they're like, there's this girl that hangs out with you, so yeah. you need to spend as much time with her as possible. I mean, he's definitely that, in that, his he's parents. definitely in his mid thirties yeah. at least, right? I think. Well, the reason I brought this, yeah, he's in his late thirties. He's like older. He's well. When we started the Seinfeld stuff a year and a half ago, he was older than us. Now I think we are older than him since we took so long. But um, wow, <laughs> I yeah. blame you. Yeah, as you should. Hey, you but, um, prematurely aged us. 
I don't. I don't think I aged us. <laughs> we went. We aged at one not, day. Not only did you age us, you prematurely aged us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Like, I, I, yeah. Like, is that like aging Scotch incorrectly? Like, well, I guess aging Scott incorrectly. Get it? Yeah. Were you trying to say <laughs> Scott or what? Yeah. Mispronounced it. <laughs> I was trying to say Scott and Chandra, and it came out Scotch. <laughs> I was gonna Thank say the reason the reason I brought up Elaine, uh, his parents liking Elaine though is I think the first the second episode of season one when his parents get introduced, his mom asks him about Elaine. What about Elaine? Like she's nice. And then he says like, oh, it just wasn't working out between us, the sexual chemistry or whatever, or the physical. And his mom, <laughs> and his mom gets really weirded out by that. But so I don't doubt that they probably are like Jerry and anyone is cool. But uh, but uh, I think we've talked about. Elaine enough. Oh, actually, okay, now, moral quandary. I guess we can talk about the moral quandaries when we get to whether the characters are good or bad. Let's talk about Jerry's parents, though, because I want to talk, and Manya. Really quick, what do you guys think of Manya? She's in there for one scene. I tried to do a half-fast uh, impression of her. And I think I she nailed how, it. I, okay. That's the old lady? Yeah. Yeah, she nailed it. I guess she nailed it. I had no opinion of Offend, her. Offended old Eastern European lady? She nailed it. <laughs> Oh, man, no, she, so she nailed I, it. I agree I with say, She is like, uh, that is, she is a tough crowd. Not because of her reaction to the pony remark, but it's more like, it takes a lot of guts to actually, you know, to actually stand up and say, I have to go somewhere else in the middle of like an engagement or whatever. And for her to be like, you're going? Like, like, man, geez, Manya, you're making that so hard on him. He's just, he's here and he's uncomfortable. Let him go. Like I said, <laughs> she nailed the part. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She, uh, do you guys have any relatives like that? I feel like she is all of Eric's ex-girlfriends in like 60 years. Oh, okay. she's like 50 years younger. At least you said in 60 years. I think you said in all 60 of years. I think you said in all 60... of Eric's ex-girlfriends. No, Eric's not like, there oh, yet. No. Eric's not there yet. Give him a few more years. All of Eric's ex-girlfriends. He's like, I gotta go to work. You're going. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is pretty good. Um... I'm trying to, so what what do you guys think of Morty Morty first? We all really talked about the fact that uh, Barney Martin, I think is his name, uh, playing Morty this time, is way better than uh, the guy who originally played him. Which he's much better. They yeah uh, yeah he's, he's got much the better fight, he's got the fighting with his wife going on about uh, she doesn't like his jacket. <laughs> he's oh. uh, he's too cheap to buy airline tickets. Uh, that's great. <laughs> oh, like, that's great. Yeah. When uh when whoever the the guy in the family was like he's trying to get a note from him and he's like the guy's like I can't I'll get in trouble and then he just goes oh for God's sake and like that it's like a really like almost wet like sounding voice like where it's like spraying and like phlegm coming out of his mouth when he's saying like oh for God's sake but it's so good like uh so exasperated by this situation where he's gonna have to pay full price for these tickets or whatever he's good. Um, I also like when he doesn't stand up for Jerry in any moment in front of anyone, but then when he's just with, with uh, Jerry and, and his wife, he's like, I agree with him. Who ha- what kind of person has a pony? Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, man. Thanks for, help. Thanks for uh, backing me up there. You know, and, to, def- uh, to defend Jerry here, <clears throat> if you are born and raised in New York City, you did not have a pony. <laughs> that is true. Like, but was she raised in New York City? Manya? Oh, no, they, they made it clear she's from Poland. Yeah, so are you saying that Jerry... But to Jerry, should... the concept of having a pony as a kid would be weird because he grew up in an apartment in New York City. 
I would I would blame Jerry for that, except for the fact that after that whole scene, his dad is like, you know, what he say something like, yeah, who would have thought she had a pony, or why would she have a pony, or something like that. Yeah, Scott his dad kind of agreed with said. him. Scott missed well, exactly. I just said that. Scott pulled an Eric. Uh, Scott pulled an I'm Eric. agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, Scott pulled an Eric. Now I'm on the top uh, of the ladder. <laughs> Scott's number yeah. two. Why am I on the top of the ladder? Yeah, what, why are we on a ladder here? <laughs> Apparently, I'm on the top of the Whatever ladder. Whatever the hierarchy. But not now. No, I'm on yeah. top of the hierarchy. No, I'm at the top of the hierarchy here, okay? I finally. Oh, so I you, finally cre- you created a podcast you could moderate just so you could be on top of the hierarchy. Uh, Eric Eric bent to my will very easily there. <laughs> <laughs> I expected a little bit more pushback. <laughs> Eric, Eric right, immediately. You're, you're out of the circle of trust. <laughs> Circle of trust is different from the hierarchy. Okay, that's true. The hierarchy true. is pa- paramount in my life. The circle of trust. Anyone is allowed in except Chandru. Hey, that's that's okay with me. I. Uh, but he's at I'll, the top of the hierarchy, so I don't know how to. Yeah, the top of the. I mean, you don't trust leadership, okay? You don't trust leaders in life in general, so it makes sense that you. I wouldn't be up. I wouldn't be in the circle of trust, but it feels good in this lofty position at the top of this hierarchy, but. I don't know what to what to do with this newfound power. Um, yeah, I got nothing. So that was unfortunate. Back to the bottom. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good it was a good run. This this is why you're not at the top of the hierarchy. I mean, I will make my way. I will claw my way back one day. I just need to be ready to say something once I get there. <laughs> um, so Helen, I mentioned this before. She is my favorite character in this episode because. Her reactions to everything when he's like, do I have to go? And she's like, she's basically like, you don't have to. But like, clearly she wants him to go first to the dinner and then to, well, I guess he was already going to go to the dinner, right? But uh, she's just like, uh, she's like not telling him do this, do that. But she's clearly like giving him the mom guilt trip of like, I know you know what's right, and you need to do it. Or, but I'm not going to say like, anything. Even uh, like, even when he's bragging about the game, and she's like, "This is your greatest accomplishment, yes. a game." Yeah, she's so good. <laughs> and then like when Jerry actually starts doing like rambling about the pony, my in my head, I'm thinking like my mom, who's always quick to like pr- like save me, even when I'm like 39 years old, and like I'm like, man, I don't need your, pr- I don't need you to protect me from myself for stupid th- things. But his mom just watches him languish like the look on her face when he's like rambling is just like you need to stop talking like why are you still going and she's so disappointed in him and she tries and then, to change the subject <laughs> well yeah but um and then when uh after uh you know she brushes it off when jerry's like i hope no one took offense to that and she's like ah no it's just a misunderstanding but then once they all learn that manya died and then uh she's like Oh, like, I wonder what it was. She just had to check. Oh. And then she's like, oh, I can't say this to Jerry. And he's like, what, you think I killed her? He's like, no, it was probably nothing. But she does like that eyebrow thing and then looks at the kid. She's like, oh, my God. And then she does it twice. And it's like really thinking like, oh, my God, my son killed Manya. Like, like, that's so good. And then my favorite, though, is at the funeral when Dr. Soberman from Terminator is uh, talking about, is doing the eulogy. And uh, talking about the pride of Krakow, and, uh, and what a beautiful ran- pony it was! Yeah, <laughs> raving and raving about the pony. And then 
Helen just slowly looks at Jerry. And I'm like, what are you trying to do to your son here? You're just like rubbing in his guilt here? Like, or is that her way of saying like, and you thought that you shouldn't have been coming to this funeral? Like, I, I think she is my MVP of this episode. But uh, I want to see what you guys think. Tough competition with Uncle Leo. I agree. All right. All right, go. You got, okay. No more comments on Helen then? Or do you want to talk about Uncle Leo real quick? I think you point out most of the good stuff about Helen. Uh, yeah. you, you did, when we were watching it together, you, you're like, look at that look she gives him. And yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> she, she was great with her. Yeah, she didn't say a whole lot, but the, but the look she gave him and her reactions were, were spot on. But yeah, Uncle Leo, I'll let Eric go before I, I mean, he's on, go on to Uncle Leo. 100% in character from the start. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, just the way he annoys Jerry, I love it. It, it is his mannerisms, really, his characteristic, like it, it's perfect. My 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 favorite line is, and so he'll revamp that whole operation. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so good. What are, what are your thoughts, Scott? Oh, I, and I, I think part of it is is just because I know that character from later episodes. Yeah. But man, anytime I see him, like this guy is great. Right. Like they didn't it's have to figure like, him uh, out later on. He he yeah. had it from the start. Right. The, the only thing they didn't do is, uh, wait, Jerry, hello. Is that actually like a, a catchphrase he has, or is that? Yes. Okay. Right. I think the catchphrase think, yeah. comes later. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, character-wise, they basically have him already. Do you guys think oh. Jerry killed Hel uh, Anya? Manya? Uh, I don't think so. I think he made her upset. I mean, may maybe. No. <laughs> no. This lady think... was from, this lady's from Russia. She, she survived communism, World War II. I don't know how old she is. Yeah. There's no way someone bashing her pony is going to kill her. Uh, I could see, like, because I think the human brain, like, hardens itself to trauma. And then it finds like solace in these little, little. Uh, what is Eric doing? I don't know. These little. Uh, yeah, the human brain finds solace in these little things in life. Like, oh, you know, World War II happened and it was horrible for me, and like I lost so much in my family. But I have this pony, Amazing. and I'm gonna focus on that. And then like to have your pony be, to uh, just torn well, so apart. It's, for no, it's really no really reason. upset, and when someone that old is upset, it could lead to like. Yeah, you know, maybe heart problems or something. You know, oh, who's she's not that upset. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that she was just her. looking for an excuse to go to bed. So you're gonna that say she party was, was going way too long, yeah, and she's like, "I'm ready to get out of here." Oh, you bashed my pony. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of here. But look, yeah. she's, well, she's a short. genius. I, oh, actually, that I makes sense. When she, yeah, okay. When she said, "You're going," like you know how people sometimes get really mad when someone someone has the guts to say what they wanted to say. She probably wanted to be like, oh, "I had a, I had other plans. I wanted to get out of here." And then Jerry beat her to it. She's like, "Ah." Now, now I can't say it. After someone else said it, they're gonna realize I I'm exactly. <laughs> it's just an excuse yeah. for her to leave. All right, you're right. And then she unfortunately passed away after that. So okay, unrelated. That's then. why she left because she wasn't feeling good. And then yeah, then, one. then life uh, life found a way. Or yeah, so. I mean, it's, the, the party was their fiftieth wedding anniversary, right? Yeah. So let's hey. assume they were at least twenty when they got married. She's at at the youngest. She's seventy. Yeah. Her husband. Did you look at her? At the youngest, she's like 90. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. Like, best case. Best case, she's 70. Best case scenario. Er, um, the, her husband is like the nicest character in the world. Because he, uh, he absolves Jerry of all blame. Even though 
everyone around Jerry is trying to make Jerry feel like crap for some reason. But he's like, no, no, it's nothing. Even though his wife of years just died. I'm like, oh man, this guy, this guy is, uh, he's at peace. this guy's amazing. No, peace. His wife just died. Did you see her attitude in that dinner scene? He was happy to be done with her. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why true. That's why he's, he was secretly thanking her. He was real quick to decide he's moving oh, to Phoenix, shit. right? He killed yeah. her. Real he's killer. like, finally I can move. And Yeah, I think he killed her. Oh, man. And then he's like, finally I can go to Phoenix. And then Elaine's telling him he can hear her. He's trolling her, making her listen to his story. <laughs> he's trolling and then her. when his story's over, he's like, all right, I'm done talking to you. By the way, I gave it to whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, Jeff. And she's like, Jeffrey. suck a dick, dumb shit. Guy... <laughs> yeah, so much for not cussing this episode. Uh, everything just went out the window. That's from BoJack Horseman. I'm sorry, I've been watching that. So, Is this a BoJack Horseman podcast? It could be. I mean, we're also doing Great Expectations, so we have a lot of different shows um, and movies. Um, the one, we're, we're doing the one with Gwyneth Paltrow. That's, that's where she had, like, that green dress or something. What? What are we talking about? Are we doing Iron Man? That has Gwyneth Paltrow. No, she, she was in Great Expectations. Was she in no, she wasn't. The 98 version. It's like in modern times, isn't it? What? Did I say Tale of Wait, Two Cities or Great Expectations? I'm all confused now. <laughs> no one knows what you watched. <laughs> I thought I said Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't blame Eric for not remembering the difference between those because, A, I haven't seen either movie, and B, I read the books way back in school and I couldn't tell you anything about either of them. What are the two cities in A Tale of Two Cities? Uh, London and Paris. How did I read that book and not have any clue what the cities were? Like, oh, I didn't know what the cities were. I thought it was like some Canadian It was city. the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, I. so I it wouldn't like have Montreal been sure. and London or something. <laughs> well, I thought a best of times and a worst of times were from Great Expectations. Dude, clear, so. Clearly it's Krakow in New York. <laughs> Yes, this is a tale of two cities, and that would be a great title for the episode. It's like you have to actually like think about it to actually understand where they're going with that. But uh, all right, so I think we can go to our section on were these characters good or bad. Let's start with Jerry. I think he. I'm gonna say bad because he could have been a little bit more. Like, I don't think he killed anyone, and I think he's right. In, he's in the right to not go to the funeral. But I also think his parents, his, this is his mom's cousin, and he, she's like, the funeral's on Wednesday, and his reaction is like, oh, the softball game's on Wednesday, on Wednesday. Who has a funeral on Wednesdays? Like, it's like, okay, man, like, I get it. You don't want to go to this funeral. And she's cool about it. She's like, you don't have to go. Don't be out. And then she's like, Jerry, no one's making you go. But, uh, He's kind of like, uh, he's, I think he's kind of very, he's very selfish in that scene, like without like, uh, actually taking time to like, uh, actually think. But other than that, I think he's fine. Like he's not, I guess he's not bad. He's insensitive again. This is not bad Jerry or evil uh, Jerry. I mean, this I mean is but he, insensitive. Er, given that he did not kill her, she died and he'd rather go play baseball than go to her funeral. This is a relative. Yeah, but like. It's his relative. So you're saying he should be going. He should be obligated to go. Yeah. I disagree. I. For his parents I, are in town. Yeah, Obviously, see, his parents were close with this person. He should be at least be there for his parents' sake. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that part. That. So that's. I mean, that's kind of what. It's not like he's got to travel halfway around the world to go to this funeral. Yeah. Like it's in New York. Yeah. I guess that's. Uh, that's kind of 
I mean, I didn't go the full way where he, he should go to the funeral, but I was like, even like the way he's like talking about his he's softball so game. He's so nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, yeah, to his mom. Like who, all he cares his, about is his softball game. Yeah. So, all right. I still think he's insensitive more than bad. This feels like Jerry is childish versus Jerry is just a mean-spirited person. I could agree but, with that. Uh, all right, so insensitive for you. What about you, Scott? Yeah, I think insensitive. I mean, it's a weird distant relative, like a cousin of yeah. your parents. So I, I don't really worry about funerals like that. Yeah. Uh, also, my family lives far away. But yeah. at the same time, it was an important cousin because his parents flew all the way up there. And at the dinner party, there were, what, like six, eight other people? Yeah, there's yeah, not a whole lot of people, people. there. So yeah. obviously they're important to them. Yeah. So maybe he should have been there. He, uh, he he did end up going, so I gotta give him credit for that. He he yeah, made the but right. He complained ch- about it the whole yeah. time, and then when it rained, he was all excited. And I'm I'm trying to think like for for a death in the family, there's no way I would do this. But like minor stuff, what that I don't want to do when like when my brother or my mom are like, oh, can you do this? And it's like something that I'm not expecting. I will whine and complain in the same whiny voice that Jerry uses but then I'll agree like three minutes later and I will always say like why didn't I just agree right away I always agree why do I have to go through the hassle of being a fucking kid and like and, sorry I cursed wow. okay, yeah I, to, that's another three bucks uh, in the tip jar <laughs> parental, parental warning on this episode now thanks a lot hey, Eric, not Robert, a clean podcast anymore Robert listens to this He's he's been over 21 for a long time yeah. now sorry Robert <laughs> oh um, wait, you're arguing the other way? That he should he his ears are he's allowed to hear this. I guess that's we'll find I'm, out. We may get some uh thumbs down on this episode. Oh no. That's uh listen. Is that possible? Yeah, I think so. There it is Can't, on YouTube, but uh, as long as he doesn't go and troll my YouTube channel and you and don't even post me. this on YouTube. Well now you said he's going to. <laughs> Why would he do that? If there's anything I know about anyone related to me. <laughs> There's going to be like 20 websites with negative reviews now. (laughs) Oh, man, that would suck. It might get us more publicity than we would otherwise get. Uh, If he gives me negative comments, I think comments help. I think dislikes don't help or hurt. No publicity is bad publicity. That's true. But, yeah, negative comments, like, uh, are good. Like, they suck, but, like, it's YouTube is just like, that's engagement, so keep doing it. Or whatever. So we should but, bash this podcast, is what you're saying. This is not YouTube, though. I have no idea how Anchor or Spotify or any of that works. So, uh, also, I, like the podcast is not is not my uh, passion project. I like this one is. Yeah, cool. we can tell. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, you know, you, it, you used to be more prepared for these, man. I. Hey, uh, no, no, I don't care about the preparation. I care about the editing. Preparation doesn't matter, but when it takes you five years to edit a five-minute episode. I edited the first 20 minutes of this episode. The, the second this one? day that it was... No, the last episode, sorry. I was going to say, that's impressive. I edited that. <laughs> We're not even done, and you've already edited 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, right here, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I already have a big note for a big seven-minute block to not remove this at like all costs. Like, on the right headphone, he's talking to us, and on the left headphone, he's listening to the edited version. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. Like, just because, <laughs> because if I'm, he's, we're saying I'm editing it, it right now, but if I'm listening to our talk in one headphone and I'm listening to the edited version on the other headphone, where, when am I editing? Well, you're just that good. All right, Eric, way to save yourself <laughs> with that, I, I, that, 
That, I think it's a left brain, right brain thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I just picked off Eric in, like with a quick softball throw there on uh, on that uh, that joke. Yeah, I don't know why he's leading off softball. so far. <laughs> um, say, why are we talking softball? I said, who gets picked off on softball? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Jerry was a bad softball player also. But he was also oh, yeah. a good hey, basketball player. Hey, it's my turn. Sorry, he was also a good softball player. It was the best of softball players and the worst of softball players. <laughs> Taylor, two softballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, your turn. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Since we brought up that softball thing, that uh, that's why I was going to call him a bad bad character because uh, he went into the game really arrogant and cost <laughs> his team the win. Oh, man, if he would have been humble like he was in the previous game, yeah. he, they would have won. And he probably cost his buddy George his job as the manager. Yeah, exactly. Dude, his, his previous game was probably for. like that one time I was playing basketball and, and made it in from like the uh, from half court. <laughs> so the rest of the game, I just kept shooting from half court. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Eric makes a wild shot. Every time he got the ball, he ran to that same spot and chucked it. I didn't think he hit anything. <laughs> and every time someone sort of passed him the ball, he'd throw that shot up again. I think it's more surprising to me that Eric, the Eric I know, waited till he made that shot before he started shooting a nonstop from there. Because I feel like Eric in every other sport gives, like, we play beer pong and eventually he's just throwing it at the cups to knock it off, like, and, like, chucking it at him. Or, like, or at the opponent's head. Yeah. Or we play poker and, like, even though we'd make fun of Chris, eventually Eric is just, like, is just mavericking everything, or I don't even know what other sports. I feel like there's so many examples of Eric just like giving up and ruining things. Although, no, no, I don't try to ruin the game. I just give up. <laughs> oh man, that is that is true. Football. That time I played football with my cousins, and right when they said hike, I said, "Eric, what's that?" And I pointed behind him, and he went to look, and then I ran down the field and caught a pass. <laughs> and after I caught the pass and scored, Eric was like, "Hey, what were you pointing at?" <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's clearly good. someone who did not want to be there. Yeah, clearly someone whose right brain and left brain are not working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you said he's bad, bad because of the softball thing. Eric and me said insensitive. Let's go to uh, Kramer. Good, bad, or neutral, or insensitive. I'm going to say neutral because he clearly has no idea that he is he he is like breaching any sort of moral quote code right, like when we, he's like we talked about yeah. this before he's 100% in the wrong yeah. but he doesn't know it he's yeah. ignorant yeah. of the fact that he's in the wrong yeah and philosophically i don't know how i feel about that like like it's a stretch of an argument that well you know, the it's a stretch to say that the bet was that if he was going to build it he would finish it in a month he doesn't even say that that but was that's the, the bet. implication no, he, he barely even implies that. He just says, like, he comes in, like, almost like, uh, I didn't do it. Like, and he's forgotten, like, and then it's just like, that is the whole thing. It's not even, like, a thought that goes after that. It's like, it's, in his mind, the bet was something completely different in that I have decided to do it, and I can't do it, and I don't do it. But, like, as soon as his mind goes to, I'm not going to do it. It's like his mind is just like, it like switches off the bet. So it's like not even a, that's how I look at it. Cause he looks like surprised when Jerry brings it up. Cause he's like, what bet? I, the, the deal is off. Like perplexed that this is coming up. 
Oh man, Kramer so yeah, the bet sort of reminds me when I tried to weasel out of my uh, World Series bet with Scott. <laughs> but you tried to weasel no, out. No, you knew not... you were wrong. Kramer's <laughs> different. His bet is, is he going to build levels or not? And so that was the bet. And then he decided, you know what? I'm abandoning this idea. So therefore, it's null and void. Yeah. He didn't try to build them and fail. He just said he's not going to do it. <laughs> so, no contest. Yeah. Oh, so man. I. I think I think Kramer is good, actually. Uh, oh. He's fully innocent on the bet, but also he's trying to he's trying to innovate living in New York City. He knows that apartments are small and there's no room, so he's thinking I can level, and this yeah. helps poor people have more room. And he wants he wants these poor people to live like ancient Egyptians. Wait, more what room, is... pillows. I mean, he's trying to be innovative. He just and didn't think Jerry it all just the way shoots through. him down. Am I misunderstanding what levels are? I'm just picturing like. Multiple like, levels, so you can live on one level and then live on the top level. So your I apartment he, is now doubled in size. And I, I imagine it like a gonna... pyramid building up from the ground into the middle of the room. But it's in his Either that or an inverse so... pyramid where it's hollow in the middle and builds up on the outsides. It's like a like shelf steps. that can hold I a person like steps going. and then oh, goes across the room. It's, a precursor, it's like a loft. It's a precursor it's a loft. for when he has those Japanese people living in his actual shelf. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Right. He's an innovator. He wants to help the people of New York. Okay, well. And it just didn't work out this time. He had a friend that didn't encourage him. I feel bad for him. He's a Actually, good man. Actually, yeah. If he was, if he's the humanitarian that we so so he clearly is. think he is, then Jerry is actually bad because Jerry is not just t like talking him out of it, but also very vitriolic about it, very negative. Yeah. Just, like Jerry screwed the people of New York. Yeah. So now, oh man. All, all of that being said, I I will pass on levels in my home. All right. Good. Good on you. You are not a humanitarian. Don't you live in a two-story house? Yeah. You already have levels. <laughs> you have levels, you idiot. Not 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 the way Kramer envisioned them. No, but you already have two stories. He does it, so he's trying to build two stories. Uh, was it only two stories, or it was like six? Six, whatever. Well, we don't know because Jerry talked him down from it. Yeah, Who knows? It could have been like a five-story apartment right there. That would have been oh, man. pretty cool. Jerry ruined it all. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I don't know. These well, levels just sound like a violation of the fire code to me. Well, you think... live in levels. <laughs> yeah, you, Kramer's you, levels. They sound yeah, like a violation you, of the fire code. <laughs> yeah, if Kramer gets, uh, if Kramer gets like... Because there's pillows you know, and shit, too. If he gets served papers for... What's wrong with pillows? Yeah, if he gets served papers for violating that code... He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, like he's gonna perform his own defense, and you know, he's just gonna be like, "What code? I decide, like, I, it's levels. I decided to do levels, and like, he's gonna use the same arguments he used for getting out of a bet with Jerry, and like, he's just gonna be purely innocent in his own mind, and then, uh, he'll get. How much do you think you get fined for that? You guys are just like the man trying to keep us down. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing though. If I was gonna build these levels, I would start. And it'd be like a one-day project. I'd be done. Wow. Uh, it would be the shoddiest levels of yeah, ever. Was gonna, was they say, probably was worked. I mean, that, that table worked that you uh, built. Yeah. It was pretty shoddy, but it worked. So, hey. It was made out I, of a door, work. and you didn't even have a, a hammer or, like, I, I was hammering screws into a, uh, <laughs> into a particle just board because I didn't have, a, have a screwdriver. I believe, Eric, that he I would definitely do had a screwdriver. I believe, yeah, he wouldn't Eric, give it to me. <laughs> I believe I, I I vouch for that Eric would do it in one day. I also think it's hilarious that you bragged about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. Good, bad, negative, nothing. Not I think 
Yeah, <laughs> neutral. Like no, he's good. He's trying to build the best team possible. <laughs> Man, you you are just like giving out these goods like hotcakes. <laughs> no, George, George is doing. Look, George has been working on his life in the last episode, and now he's finally feeling the fruit of that. You know, he's a manager trying to put together this team. He takes them to the championship game. Jerry <laughs> screws him again. Jerry's evil. Wow. He had the perfect team assembled. All right, so George is somehow good in Scott's estimation. Because he's bringing, making New York a better place by being a manager of a softball team? Is that what he your He took them was? to the championship game. He's trying to make the best team possible. Yeah, you could have a corrupt He coach. doesn't have a lot of talent to work with, and he's making it work. Oh, you think he's like Pete Rose making bets on the side? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what? just because just you're a manager doesn't mean you're a good manager. You could, like, take no, someone... No, but he to took t- them to the championship game. Hey, I took that team that I lied about uh, to the championship game... Uh, and uh, I don't consider myself... Now you're lying about that to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, just don't tell my teammate's dad about it. And I think The we're team good. that you took the championship game, was that your team or the team you scored 24 points for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe... Man, I was on fire that game. Just knocking down shots left and right. On, mostly left on the wrong side, but... Uh, <laughs> so good. Um, all right, George is somehow good. Jer- George, Jerry, jail... George Jerry Jail. I meant to say Eric. <laughs> I thought I already said George is not existent in this episode. Okay, good. George Jerry Jail. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. All I mean, right. That's not till the uh, last episode. Yeah, George Jerry Jail. <laughs> that, is, yeah. that is shorthand for the summary of that episode. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Elaine. Uh, good, bad, or neutral. And I'm, I'm realizing these early episodes, it's so hard to actually figure it out because uh, they're so, like, these these issues are such so trivial. But um, I think Elaine is just neutral. I don't think... No, 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 no. She's bad. The way she uh, harasses the old man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, a complete heel turn of her character. It's, it's funny, but... Uh, like, I mean, I'm the, I'm the one that brought that up, so I clearly agree yeah. with you here. Yeah. Wait, you didn't bring it up. I brought it up, and then you said <laughs> I completely forgot about that scene happening. I'm pretty sure I brought it up, actually. Fine. That, I'm, giving, I'm willing to give you that. But uh, Eric, Eric claiming that he brought it up. Yes. <laughs> I was going on about how she's harassing the old man. You, you, you said that, but the whole, co- the whole scene of her talking to the old man, you had forgotten because earlier you said Elaine doesn't do anything this episode. And then... After I, I or Scott brought up the... Uh, you didn't bring up the harassment. You just brought up the funeral you, or something. Yeah, but then you said, I completely forgot about that. And now, 30 minutes, an hour later, you're saying, <laughs> I completely brought it up. Which, based on that, I no longer believe that if you try to do levels in your apartment, you'd get it done in one day. <laughs> Regardless, I, I agree with you on the judgment of Elaine. <laughs> All right. I, I ranted for a while, so I don't remember what I said. Did I say neutral? No, you uh, said bad. No, I said bad. I said bad. All right. And you just called me but, forgetful. Uh, <laughs> so I, I definitely I didn't call didn't you forgetful. That, that I'm what? I said I, I didn't I call you. For, sorry, I didn't call you forgetful, Eric. I called you a liar. <laughs> wow. Why don't you just let Eric tone it down and be happy about it? Uh, Scott, we, we've uh, got two very tired hosts here. Save us. Wow. Take it away. <laughs> Can't believe. Oh, wait. First of all, I don't mind all of us being considered hosts, but why would Eric decide not to include Scott in that? Then <laughs> I'm not a host. I'm just a hanger on. 
Scott seems nice and awake. Dude, I, I was gone all weekend. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, man. But I am full of life. All right. It's an hour behind us. It's only, it's only 9.30 for you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think oh, it'll be pretty... I'm so alive. Um, Scott, what'd you think of Elaine? Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you two uh, for once and say right. she's bad. A, because Jerry is the devil and she's a sidekick. So <laughs> yeah. that's the one. She's a hype person. And then, uh, she's the yeah. devil's she, hype person. She also person. did bring up this whole horses thing. <laughs> she brought up what? She's the I one. thought Jerry brought it up. No, she's, she, she brought, brought it up. She's the one who said the first line. You had the first line in the skit, remember? Yeah, but then Eric said oh, he, it should... He, no, Eric he, had the first line. No, Jerry said something like, horses, blah, blah, blah. And then Elaine was like, and ponies? What kind of animals are that? Which is a really weird thing to say. Like, what a weird comment. Although she's flirting with him. He yeah, so once... One, once and... Yeah, once I realized that's what they were doing, uh, then I was like, okay, that's them being awkward, not bad. Although, and then once I realized, oh wait, she also harassed an old man. Like then I realized, oh yeah, she is bad. But all right, any more thoughts? Jerry's mom, she's good. I think Jerry's mom could be a little bit less passive aggressive with him, but uh, no, no, she's good. She's She's doing the best she can. Yeah, she's perfect. Yeah, she's perfect. Yeah, she's doing the best she can with this troubled child. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Jerry's dad. Uh, trying to, trying to. I was just trying to save a little money on a flight home, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like him. I I'm not a fan of uh, those methods. Uh, Like I'm a rule follower, so if someone was trying to get me to write a note for something like that, I'd be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. But uh, doesn't George do that in the later episode where he's trying to harass someone for a death certificate? Yeah. Oh man, that was uh. Yeah, it's another example of how uh, later episodes like take inspiration from these earlier, slower episodes. But all right, let's do the ratings because uh, wow, we are we're not going to rank Uncle Leo. Uh, no. <laughs> Fine. Wow. Uh, let's rate every. What about the waitress? You're the one who brought in Helen. Like that's I because would... you talked about her and you liked her. We, you right, you right, guys so talked about it's Leo. It's decided. We keep the rankings to the four main characters. And no like, one's decided no, that. I think Newman. I once Newman shows up, I feel like Newman. But he's always bad. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Way to, way to ruin that's it. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't agree. Scott will have some clever defense for him. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we should do these more often. I feel like it's sparking Scott's creativity. The right brain, not the left brain. That's all you need. The way around. But let's rate this episode. I don't have my fancy numbers, but um, I don't remember what I gave the last one, but I think I would give this one a six. Like, but in reality, I think it's Are, are probably... we on a 10-point scale or a 100-point scale? <laughs> yeah, 100-point <laughs> scale. That's how bad this episode yeah, was. No, not out of 100, out of 10. I think out of the seven episodes we've watched, it's unfortunate that this is probably like the second or third best so far. Like, cause I think there's some really funny bits, but it does go a bit too long and they're still too focused on Jerry. It's getting better. Ex-girlfriend was way, way worse. Like that one was just like nothing happening and nothing funny. This is at least like the premise. What One thing, the stand-up sucked. You know, this, this is two episodes in a row where the punchline is the whole episode. 
What was the punchline of the last one? She dumps him because it's because cause the stand up sucks. And this, that was the whole. That was, that was the punch. The, I don't think that, that was, was the episode. That was the episode, but that wasn't the whole. That was the punchline. Wasn't the whole episode. I think I explained was, it at the end of the last one. No, that's what I'm saying. That wasn't the whole episode. Yeah, the whole that episode was like one wasn't line. About how, how nothing happened the whole rest of the episode. Stand up sucks. Yeah. Right, Eric, that was a weird point, but all right, whatever. <laughs> We're rating the episode. Yeah. All right, six out of ten. Uh, what do you guys want to say? Oh, uh, whatever I ranked the last one, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, one notch above that. All right. So oh, just last episode one plus one notch. Like a small notch. Because yeah. I really didn't think this episode was that great. The levels was funny. Uh, the, the pony just went on way too long. Yeah. The softball game, whatever. Or like the pony scene itself was I don't good. Know. But to, to make the whole episode about that. The beginning yeah. of it was good. And then it just kind of went on. So, no, it's... It was a not. Uh, I'm just gonna assume I gave the last one six point three. Yeah. Uh, that's a random number that I pulled yeah. out of nowhere. So I'll give this yeah. one six point four. All right, nice. I'm gonna before Eric talks. You, I'm gonna bring my rating down to like a five, because six no. is like no six is actually like still like good. This you're it, right because it's not a failing grade. It's not a fit. Yeah, but this like is what a, a failure. A five is no, a failure. I don't think. All right. Well, Five is failure. That's in school, but I'm talking about like, if I'm thinking about a show and I think, is it it's right in between, terrible at zero and amazing at ten. I think it's smack dab in the middle, like completely. I don't know, man. If if you're looking meh. at Netflix and something has two and a half stars, you're not watching it. But that's like a aggregated rating of like many people of a show. This is one episode. Like this, I think two and a, I think five out of 10 is perfect for this episode. Like I, cause when I was watching it before we got, before we watched it together, I was debating just not even watching the last 10 minutes. Cause I was getting bored. Like once mm-hmm. it went to the softball stuff again, or like dealing with the funeral, like I was just like, Oh man, this, this is not happening. <laughs> like this is uh, I should have told him eight twenty. Why did I tell him eight thirty? <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted it to end. So, that for me, that's pretty bad. So five out of ten. And we were watching it at one and a half or one point two five speed. So yeah, that's even still slow. more sad. Yeah. Oh, you're right. At normal speed, this would have been dragging. Uh, <laughs> we brutal. said the exact same thing last time too. <laughs> I watched it at normal speed before we got on. And? It, that's when I wanted to quit. Yeah, I, I watched it a year ago when we were supposed to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I watched it at one point in my life also. Eric, why did you watch it a year ago when yeah. we were supposed to do this? It was two episodes. Like, I don't understand why. You, I watched like, no, the first three episodes of season two. No one assigned you this homework. Also, I believe, I believe the next episode gets significantly better. What is it? Hey, is that the one with Elaine's dad when he's in town? I, I don't. That's another one that I don't really like. Ugh. Uh, but it's, like, it's quite a step up from no, it. Like, you don't know that that's the next one. Eric just said it. It is. It is. I, rem- I remember one. it was. It is. But, um, Eric, what do you get the rating? So, I, I mean, look, they, it's getting better. They're setting some stuff up for later. The characters are starting to solidify, but they still haven't figured it out yet. I'm going to give this a C. <laughs> they're, they're setting yep, things up for go. later unintentionally, though. If it was, like, foreshadowing, that would be one thing. But this is, like... Was, how do you know Larry David's like, not sitting there, like... Use this in future episode. 
I think he is, but I don't think they're writing it for that. Like, they're not writing the episode for that. Like, they're doing what they think is Go ahead. You think oh, I should drop say, it down was... to a, a D plus? Not you. He's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> if... <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Uh... <laughs> If they were like bringing up Art Vandalay, then yes, you know that's going to yeah. be something from a later episode. They already but did something that in the random, first right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was clearly setting up things for the future. But like this episode, there's not really anything. I mean, unless what you're saying, they're setting up like Uncle well, Leo for the future. I so I'm gonna say I think the Art Vandalay thing. I don't think they knew that that was going to be in the future, but I think they were like, "That's hilarious. We got to do that." Where like stuff like yeah, that. Whereas. Where stuff like stuff from this episode, I think they might have been re-watching it and then being like, "Huh, that's a decent idea, but let, how do we make it better?" Whereas I think Art Vandalay, they're like, "That is that is George right there. That has to be his thing." Once they real once they wrote that, this is just like, "Oh, there's some ideas here. Maybe we can do something with it later." But um, until next time, guys, what has this been? Uh, a pointless, pointless, pointless re- 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 re-